This is the Ordained Educator Podcast, and I'm your host, Bridget Jackson. For almost three decades, I have lived and loved doing one of the greatest passions on earth, educating. I'm an ordained educator. If you're listening to this podcast, you were destined to do what you're doing too. You were ordained to impact others. Thank you for joining us today. Well, welcome, welcome back, Ordained Educators. We are so very excited to have you with us. I hope you can hear the excitement in my voice. I am so pleased and honored to have this episode with you today. We have a very, very special guest. He is a dynamic gentleman. He is the leader, uh, the principal of Coit Creative Arts School in Grand Rapids, Michigan, as well as he's an extreme execution coach. And I am talking about none other than Dr. Jason McGee. When I say he has some phenomenal, phenomenal things to share with you today, oh, this is one of those episodes you need to get a piece of paper and pencil and get ready to write down. Well, our topic for today is dealing with uh, stress and, and frustration. And even, you know, if you're feeling burnt out, our episode is entitled Finish Strong. We have the last quarter of 2020 in front of us, but this month is the month that we recognize school administrators and principals. And so we want to finish strong. We want everyone, whether you're a school leader or you're a teacher or you're a support staff to know what you're doing matters and we appreciate you. So to all of our school leaders, we honor you this month. If this is your month, uh, administration month. And so we, again, applaud you for all of the great work and dedication that you are doing to help make sure that our schools are safe. Our schools are still a place, a sanctuary for learning, whether it's virtual, it's a hybrid model, or you're back in the brick and mortar and sitting in seats. We thank you. And we hope that this episode is going to bless you today. I can guarantee it is, it is. Dr. McGee is phenomenal. And so we're going to get into the interview as soon as we have this word from our sponsor. This podcast episode is being brought to you by Ubuntu Press. Ubuntu Press is an online website dedicated to teachers, leaders, and homeschool parents. They offer curriculum that encourages an insatiable desire to grow and develop. Ubuntu Press is committed to advancing education and disseminating knowledge to their community partners. You can find out more by checking out their website at www.ubuntupress.org. www.ubuntupress.org. Ubuntu means I am because we are. Um, Ordained Educators, we have with us today a phenomenal guest, uh, Dr. Jason McGee. So Jason, will you kind of tell us a little bit about yourself and your background? Sure thing. Uh, First, I want to say that um, I never wanted to go into education. Never. There was an experience I had in sixth grade where I watched one of my classmates hit a teacher and he punched her. And I looked and said, you know, I will never teach or go into education ever. Um, but that changed after a few years because I realized that I, I just love people. And um, I was really skilled at working with 
people, young people, old people. I just had this thing about people. So I got into uh, education. I went to Michigan State University, started off as a computer science uh, major. And then I went to computer engineering. And then I went to engineering arts. Then I went to graphic design. And then I found myself in graphic design and art education. Became an art teacher in Lansing Public Schools and just had a phenomenal time there. I went on and left Lansing. We moved to the west side of the state with my wife, who happened to match in her residency program out here in Grand Rapids. And uh, I worked with a program called the GrabSet program, where I was working uh, directly with the high school here. Uh, I began writing curriculum, served as a success coach. Um, and a counselor all wrapped in one. It was a phenomenal experience. Um, and then from there, I became an assistant principal. I had I had my leadership, uh, my admin served in my back pocket, just holding on to it. And then when opportunity knocked, I was ready. You know what they say? They say something like luck. Um, luck is when opportunity meets preparation. So I was prepared and the opportunity was there. And boom, you can call it luck if they want to, but I, I, I was ready and I was blessed to have that position. So became assistant principal for a high school and a Montessori program at the same time. That led me to becoming a board member for the Michigan um, Association of Secondary School Principals, MASSP. Wow, that's Uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, And uh, it was a phenomenal time that I did with them. It was about four years I worked with them um, because I became a head principal and I was the assistant principal uh, rep for my uh, area. And uh, when I became a principal, I had to give up my seat because I was a, wasn't in secondary anymore. Okay. So I came on over to the elementary side, um, and that was in 2015. And I've been a head principal at Coit Creative Arts Academy in the Grand Rapids Public Schools, um, which we just last week had our, uh, uh, our, our uh, authorization visitation for becoming an international baccalaureate primary years program. Oh, that's awesome. We've got to give you a hand clap on that. Yeah. Yeah, we've been working hard. We've been working hard. So now we're just playing the waiting game. Like, okay. are we going to be a PYP school? And it's coming. It's going to happen. So I'm not worried. I'm excited, though. Well, that's phenomenal. Hopefully, the uh, we have some people that can relate to that, that struggle, that working hard, and then finally getting a chance to see that. And so our topic, what we're going to be talking about today is finishing strong. So it's great that you just shared that story. Uh, we know right now, um, during this time, during the fall, we start seeing right before we go into Thanksgiving and the Christmas holiday, people start experiencing burnout as educators. And so we really want to encourage our listening audience to make sure that they do that. And so they're valuable. They're very valuable. Educators are so valuable. They're essential to us right now at this time. Um, and I just want to throw out a couple of statistics and then I want you to share with me or give our audience some advice rather. So one of the stats is that about 66% of teachers uh, feel like giving up, throwing in the towel. And so that's one of the reasons why we started Ordained Educator, uh, the podcast, because we didn't want people to throw in the towel. We're Mm -hmm. needed. And especially right now during COVID, we especially Mm -hmm. need educators. Then the other alarming statistic is that about 41% of first year teachers quit within the first five years. And so no more of that, you know, spending 10, 15, 20, 25 years until retirement. They're just giving, throwing in the towel because things happen. As you shared um, 
with your incident that happened that you saw happen to an educator. And so some of those things are happening right now as an administrator. I want you to put your administrator shoes on. And can you share with us some advice for administrators right now to keep their staff finishing strong? All right. Uh, no, this is perfect because, you know, uh, I do a lot of work in this area, especially with uh, administrators. Um, and I just think right now the, the encouragement piece for uh, administrators, oh, there, there's, there's so much. I would say, you know, number one, you have to get off that island, mm-hmm. right? A lot of us right now are probably in virtual situations or hybrid situations, or you might be back full time and you are forced to make a lot of decisions right now. Right. You're making a lot of decisions. And oftentimes we find ourselves on this island by ourselves because no one really knows what the principal job is like. They know it from their perspective, outside, but nobody knows what it's like to sit in the seat. And when we're in that seat, oftentimes we, we are we have to you know, be confidential in a lot of situations when it comes with staff and parents uh, and teachers. Um, so we don't really have that outlet. And we feel like we're always on this island by ourselves and we're alone. But watch this. Latch on to the other principals in your district. You are not by yourself, right? So find a way to connect with other administrators. I'm not talking assistant principals. They help. That's a great help. But find other principals that can identify with what you're going through. And that way you can create this dialogue so you don't feel like, oh, it's just it's just me. It's just me. And I'm the only one going through this. No, no. That's one thing that I would say to uh, administrators. Um, Another thing I would say is, listen, Mm -hmm. get yourself a thought partner. That's the AP, right? Get yourself a thought partner, right? Um, If you don't have a thought partner, get yourself a therapist. If you can't get a therapist, get yourself a coach. (laughs) Okay. Right? Get yourself somebody that's going to help you navigate all these thoughts that are happening um, as you're making your 615 decisions every single day. Yes. Right? Um, And then um, make sure you find a way to latch on to care. Yes. Caring for yourself and caring for the others that you serve. You have to care. And what happens when you start to care and live in that care, it's going to bring about an energy that's going to sustain you through all this madness, all the confusion, all the noise, because you're tied back into your care, which is tied into your why. So I can go on and on. But for my administrative friends out there, my administrative colleagues out there, those are just three quick ones that I'm like, listen, do those things. Make Get off the island by yourself. It's not just you. Get right. yourself somebody that's going to not, not necessarily hold you accountable. That's going to think with you. That's going to push you the way you need to be pushed, you know, or support you the way you need to be supported. Right. And you can get that through it. Don't be afraid of therapy. guys. Don't be afraid of therapy. And so my order, thought partner, coach, therapist. Yes. Right. Figure that out within yourself and be vulnerable enough. That's another one. Be vulnerable enough to Ooh, receive yes. all of the support that is around you. Because you're not by yourself. Yes. And that's a good piece that you bring that up. Um, one of the things that I found myself doing is I joined a Facebook group called Principal Life. Um, and it's a group. I'm looking at it right now. It looks like 25,000 principals are inside of this group. Um, 
And so again, having that, because you said reach out to other principals in your district. Uh, when I was a school principal, I didn't, I wasn't in a district. I worked for a charter school. And so I was by myself. I was a single and we didn't have multiple schools at the last one I was at. Now, before I did, I had a network of partners because I was in a, a, a large uh, charter school organization. But my last one, it was a mom and pop style uh, charter school. But yeah. what I did was reach out, as you said, to other people to get off that island by myself. So that's some really, really good advice. So what would you say to the teachers? What's some advice that you can give the teachers? Because we, we need them. We don't want them absolutely. burning out and we don't want them quitting. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Um, again, in the same situation, teachers are, are living it with us, right? But their perspective is a, a little different because where they are. Um, I would definitely say this one, I've been seeing this around. I'm like, oh, I got to use this one. It's like Maslow's before Bloom, you know? Um, make sure you are taking care the need, taking care of the needs of your kids, right? Yes, we have assessments, we have all this stuff. Listen, yes. the kids definitely they need our teachers to be in a position of, of of caring and taking care of those needs. So make sure you're doing that. Um, you know, I, I can't emphasize the care piece enough. Um, so again, tap into what was your why. I would say to a teacher right now, go back to when you were in school. And you had your teaching philosophy and you wrote this beautifully written, specially crafted uh, teaching philosophy. And you were telling the whole world, the whole educational department, why you want to go into teaching. And everything lives there. Go back to it. Find it. Um, So figure out what that why is and put it up. Put it up so you can see it when you come into your classroom. Put it in the background of your phone so you see it on your phone. Find, stay connected to your why, because most of us that go in education, we know, we know what we're doing. We know we're not going to make $2 trillion, right? We know that this is our calling. Our, and, if you, and if you forget that, go back to that philosophy, go back to your why, put it up though. This is the part where we got to take it up, put it somewhere where they can see, where you can see it every single day, or even put up a mirror so you can see yourself. Remember mm-hmm. who you are, who yes. you are. Um, so I will, I will give that to teachers right now and say, listen, you got to get that anchor. Hold on to your foundation because guess what? The wind is blowing. The hurricanes are coming. The wildfires are happening. The kids are remote. The parents are. All these things are happening. The pandemic is happening. We're going through a presidential uh, election right now. You got to stay firm in what you believe in and what you established as your why, your reason. Oh, that's those are some good nuggets. If I can interject really quick, like literally, oh. you're repeating everything I just <laughs> said on the Wheeled Wednesday. So we do a Wheeled Wednesday every um every Wednesday. And I just talked about that. So I think great minds think alike. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. I love it. Yeah. But yeah. go ahead, finish. What's some other advice? Um, so another one is 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 um I would say listen. A lot of educators right now, a lot of teachers are feeling like they have no idea what to do because they might be teaching virtually or they might be teaching in this hybrid fashion. And then it's, it's, it's out of the ordinary what they're used to doing every day. Right. So it's like, no, 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 no. Don't think about it as, as very as different. Right. Your teaching foundation is still the same. Right. So stay there, live there, hold tight to that um, and find ways to be resourceful. Mm-hmm. 
right? Don't wait for your administrator, your principal to tell you what you need to do, right? And I'm not talking about asking for permission or forgiveness, whatever that, that, that thing is. I'm not saying that. I'm saying find, with it, find the leader within yourself because I believe everybody's a leader. I don't care if you identify with yourself being a leader or not. You are. So tap into the leader that's in you and be resourceful. Your principal will thank you. Your parents will thank you. You have to have your finger on the pulse of your kids, the pulse of your colleagues, and be able to give them what they need and find a way to be resourceful when you do that. Um, and then the last thing I'll say is, um, just like I say with those principles, but in a, little, in a different way, collaboration. Mm-hmm. Be open to collaboration and working with your grade level partners, your other uh, grade level teachers that you might have across the district or on social media, right? Be open to collaborate and work together. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. Exactly. When all this stuff's in place, there's a level of stress that is not there. And that way, that burnout, that burnout, it fizzles away. It's like putting a little bit of water on everything that's around you and now you're around some steam and you can breathe that steam in and refresh yourself and get back in there and doing it what it is that you love to do every single day exactly that's some really really good advice i mean that's some stuff that they can literally take a pen push it in. and it's simple it's simple mm-hmm. it's not complex i love what you just said i want to reiterate that i wrote it down over here maslow before blooms mm-hmm. i know that's right you know it the pedagogy is important but right yeah. now we have to make sure we're taking care of the emotional side. Our emotional intelligence is just as important as the cognitive um, side of us. So thank you for that. That is really, really good. And so one of the things that I know um, about you, Dr. McGee, is that you are a um, extreme execution coach, uh, doing life coaching and things like that. So what strategies, um, you gave some there, but can you Mm -hmm. drill down a little bit more about when people are dealing with fatigue or they're dealing with mental anguish, what kinds of things can they do to combat that at a time like this? You know, I just think that, um, you have to be super, super reflective, right? You have to be willing to go within, Okay. Um, because you, you you probably already have the answers. You just don't realize that you have them, right? So I think a strategy um, going within has a lot to do with knowing yourself, right? So knowing who you are, right? So I have this thing where I, I do this with my staff. I do this with my team. I do this with um, if the parents give me enough time, I'll give it, I'll give it to them too. Um, and I'll talk to you about that too because I got something real interesting going on with parents. Um, but always, first of all, always believe that there is a way, right? You are a leader. Go within yourself. Ask yourself these four questions. Four questions. Who are you? Why are you here? Where am I going? And what am I doing? Okay. Right. Who are you? Why are you here? Where are you? Why are it, those all those things spell out the word way? W A Y. Who are you? Why are you? Where are you? What are you? I always believe that there is a way. All this stuff ties together to being, I talked about being resourceful, being a leader. So jump inside and figure out who you are. And understand this, leadership is a tool. It's a tool, right? It is, it's not necessarily something that you just, you have, right? You, or you're born with it or not. It can be developed and it's something that we need to leverage. So when we look at leadership, 
Um, we have to leverage our skill sets in the framework of leadership, mm-hmm. right? So you mentioned the coaching, right? So it's so powerful because your your personal skill set or your superpower with that when you when you identify what that is, understand what that is, and communicate what that is, then you take that to the leadership perspective that you have. So for instance, if you are very task driven, you get things done, right? You are you execute at a high level, right? When you take you take that and that's how you begin to lead your building, your your classroom, your with your colleagues, you lead from that perspective. If you are really good with relationships and in education, you know, it's relationships, relationships, relationships. I would say in the industry, it's relationships. And if that is your thing, that's your superpower, that's your strength, that's your your super talent, Mm -hmm. you lead through that lens. That's kind of, that's what I do. I'm a relationship person. So I use people to get things done. I'm not good about getting things done quick, fast, and in a hurry. I use the relationship piece. You might be a person that, um, is um, focused on the culture and you're good about creating and setting the environment to make sure that people have what they need to be able to succeed. You're good at putting the right people in place. You lead through that framework and you might be a systems person. If you are a systems person, this is your skill set. Guess what? You're bringing in um, MTSS systems and putting in your building and you setting it up so that if you're there or not, things move forward. This can be done in the classroom. This can be done in a school. This can be done in your home as a parent. Mm-hmm. But you have to know that. And the only way to know it is to take time, go within, and make that and have that conversation with yourself. And Bridget, I'll give you this one. This is probably one of the biggest ones to, to, to set all this up. Start with this question. What do I lie to myself about? Ooh, that's good. Say that's it. how you start to, what do I lie to myself about? And sit and do it in front of a mirror and look into your eyes, look into your soul and and ask yourself that question and then grapple with it. Sit with it. Stare yourself in the eye and say it out loud. This is what I lie to myself about. I come off. I tend to come off to people as if I'm smarter than what I really am. And that makes me anxious. Start having that conversation with yourself. Then you got to decide when to do it. Are you a morning person? Are you an afternoon person? Are you an evening person? But spend that time with yourself. It's about reflection. Yes. It's about reflection, going within and having this conversation with yourself. And you know what? Bring God into the mix as well. Yes. You want some real clarity? But that's just a right. start. So That's right. That, well, that's a good start. I love that. Oh, my God. What do you lie to yourself about? When we can answer that question and have that type of introspection, oh, my God, that's just amazing. Yeah. And then you think about it. People won't be so burnt out. Because what limitations are you putting on yourself? What undue pressure are you yourself putting on yourself? Because a lot of people think it's without, and it's not. If we sit sometimes and think, and when I think about the times when I was a teacher as well as a principal, Mm -hmm. and I felt burnt out, it wasn't the external. It was myself that was burning me out. It wasn't the outside environment. It was the things that I was, as you said, you know, sitting in and and, uh, dealing with. And then I had to have that grappling process to be able Mm -hmm. to figure out, okay, wait a minute, I'm doing this. Some of this stuff in my head is made up. It's not even real. You You know, get out your own way. Get out your own way. Get out your own way. That was really good. I hope, you know, our audience is going to really, really take these things in. Because, again, we don't want people to burn out. 
And we right. definitely don't want people to, to quit. You just said when you started out, there was a why. There was a reason. I remember writing my statement. I mean, I can almost, and, and literally my first year was almost 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. I can still, I started with a quote from James Baldwin that the children will profit by or pay for what we help them to become. And then I went into my philosophical, my education philosophical piece. And when I had my moments and I didn't have anybody that taught me this. And so Mm -hmm. it's great that you're sharing this with the audience. When I sat down and said, wait a minute, get yourself back together. You're not quitting. Mm -hmm. I remember uh, about maybe 10 No, it was about 12 years ago. I was going to quit. I sat on my couch and I cried and I boohooed and I'm like, I'm done. And then I got a phone call from a former student. Mm -hmm. How she got my number, I don't know, because I had moved to a whole different city. She called me and I'm in the midst of crying and I'm like, I'm quitting. And she says, I just want to call to tell you I'm getting my master's. And I wanted you to know, I wanted to invite you, and I wanted to thank you for pouring into my life. Mm-hmm. The next mm-hmm. morning, and I was, a, I was a school administrator at this point. I yeah. was ready to quit. I was like, I'm tired of coming yeah. here every day and, you know, having to deal sometimes with, you know, parents not having their way. And then I was leading a school in a new process, and it was painful. It was like it having was. a child. It was like birthing mm-hmm. experience. It mm-hmm. was painful. But the baby, when the baby come forth, you only remember all those pains. Mm. And so trying to lead them through all of that, I was really throwing the towel. And so that's one of the reasons why I started Ordained Educator, the podcast, is because I want people to know you're going to have those moments, but don't give in to them. Put right. your why. I like what you said, though. I didn't, I didn't do this part. Put the why up on the wall so you yes. can see it, make it visual. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's good. Dr. Every J, day. you you giving some nuggets today. <laughs> That was absolutely, absolutely wonderful. So come on, I know we can pick that brain. Um, you got any other tidbits to, to help our people out today? You know, I always remember too that everything, I really, I'm really pushing upon my staff um, that we have to live in this growth mindset, you know, um, you know, that, you know, no matter how far you go, how high you get, how good you are or think you are, once you get to the mountaintop, there's still, there's other, there's way more beyond that, right? Yes. So always know that there's room to grow. There's room to grow. And you know what? Feedback isn't the worst thing in the world, right? With my staff, I just, I don't even call it feedback. I say that we're going to feed forward, right? So always be looking to how can I get better? How can I sharpen myself? Um, and again, I, I, I really, I really, really think that, us in education, we have to understand that we don't do this by ourselves. Exactly. We don't. If you're in a classroom, get out that silo, collaborate. If you're a principal, get off that island and reach out and say, hey, and be vulnerable enough to say, hey, I need help. Because guess what? I've been in education for um, now. It's, it's, this is like year 15, 16. And I'm like, you know what? We don't all have the answers. If we did, we wouldn't have the the situations that we have every single day. And it's okay not to have the answers. It is okay not to know. It's okay to let go. Teachers in your classroom, let those students challenge you. 
That's what you're getting paid to do anyway. So don't feel like you have to have it all. That's adding to that stress that we were talking about, Bridget, right? That's the, that's the stress that keeps us locked down. No, engage them. Engage them in that, all the tough stuff that comes to the table and just be willing to be vulnerable. Now, I, I get that it's not the easiest thing in the world to be vulnerable, you know, um, but, but I get it's a good space, though. It's a good place a where you space. can learn and grow. And so yeah. one of the things that I'm doing right now is I'm helping with the virtual school for my grandson. Mm-hmm. And he's in the second grade. Oh, my God, have I learned so much, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you know, dealing with him during this time and just that, like you say, that vulnerability and, and teaching because our children will pick up on that. And that's why I'm bringing it up is that then they learn to be vulnerable and they learn yes. to open up their world and their arena that they can grow and they can develop. And, you know, we're just having a really good time and we're doing more than just education. Uh, I run my business from home. And so he's been helping me do all of that. So Mm -hmm. we go to the post office box and I'm like, okay, Mr. CEO, here's the PO box. Go ahead and open up. See if you got any mail in there today. Um, Showed him today how to put new ink in the printer, you know, Mm -hmm. just things that's going to help. And so we just got to get out of the box. This is a great time right now to develop some marvelous, marvelous skills. I advise anybody that's feeling pressure, feeling burnt out, you know, again, like you said, come back, self-reflect and think about all the great things that you can do in this time because mm-hmm. they're definitely needed. Educators, there's no doubt whatsoever. Uh, one of my signatures when I go off the air, um, Dr. J, one of the things I say all the time to them is, you know, know that I love you. I value you. If you haven't heard it today, you hear from me. Absolutely. If nobody else told you, tell yourself. Tell yourself. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 I'm with you. I do the same thing with my staff. I think they think I'm crazy because I say it to the adults too. And I do it in a way where if I end a meeting or end a conversation, I pause. I love you. That's it. That's it. You know? So like you said, if they haven't heard it, they heard it at least one. Yeah. Right. And it goes back to that care. And see, we're not used to using that word in the educational arena. You know, once upon a time, I think we did and we got away from it because of all things that happened and stuff like that. But yeah. I, in my all of my years as being a principal, I always use that word with my staff because yeah. I do. I don't just like you. I love the fact that you are coming in here every day, sacrificing, you know, many of them putting their families on hold at certain times because they're in the school doing some things. And I always worked in urban schools. And so there was such a need. So, yes, I love you. I value you and I love you. And so they need to know that and hear that. And so if you're listening today, we want you to know from Dr. J and myself, we want you to know how valuable you are. You are cared for. You are loved beyond being loved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was some some good tidbits. Oh my God, you 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 still got me on that. What do I lie to myself about? I think that was the the richest nugget for today. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. Um, the reason I I stay in the role that I'm in and be I'm able to 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 be here and sustain this position is because I had that conversation. I never, I'll never forget it. I was at Michigan State University and I looked and I, it was spring break and it, it wasn't many people on campus. I stayed and I said, what do I lie to myself about? And it was, it was the most vulnerable thing that I could ever do. And I, so I'm not saying it because I think it's a good idea. I've done it. 
I've went through it. I've revisited it because now, yes, I have a doctorate degree, right? So now it's like, oh, okay. So people are re- really uh, engaging with this imposter syndrome um, these days, right? Yeah. So I had to go back and say, okay, whoa, whoa, what do you lie to yourself about? Do you think you all that because you got this doctorate degree and nobody else in your building does? Nobody else in your district does or very few people. So do you think you're high in my, high, uh, is your ego now uh, 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 coming up and, and being part of your foundation or sitting on your foundation with you? Right? That's what good. do I lie to myself about? It's a process where you get very vulnerable with yourself. And it's almost like stripping down uh, naked and standing in front of a lot of people and saying, judge me, critique me. And they do. And you're like, huh, all my little imperfection I thought you didn't see, yes. you see it. And you're yes. going to say something about it. Yes. So it's a powerful thing. And I'm glad that, that um, that's something that stuck out. because that, that is. That's, that's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was just really, really good. So um, how can we connect with you and tell us a little bit more about, again, the, uh, what you do as well as uh, being a school leader? Yeah, listen, I um I am uh, pretty active on uh, uh social media. So when it comes to Facebook, um my name is just it's just J Space McGee on Facebook. And on Facebook for me, um yeah, I don't really have a whole lot to hide. What you see is what you get. So um I am a parent, I am a principal, um, um, I'm an educator, and all that comes through my Facebook. I also cook. <laughs> I cook every single day for my family like every single day. And um, that's the latest notoriety that I'm getting. It's like, man, you make all these meals every day, even on Tuesday, and you're a principal. And I do. I make, and, I, and sometimes they're, they, they're fancy. Uh, so I do that. Um, um, but I do that. And I when I do a live video of me cooking, I'm also coaching, right? So I'm cooking and I give tidbits. Uh, I'm a parent. Now I'm working with a lot of parents on helping parents really be able to communicate and understand their child especially when it comes to learning, social, uh, social distancing, when it comes to virtual learning. How do I connect with my child? Because as parents, we're not, they're not teachers, or they don't think they are. But the disconnect is the parent is trying to communicate with a kid the way they either learn or how they communicate. Mm-hmm. And your seven-year-old doesn't communicate like you. Your 12-year-old definitely doesn't communicate like you, and you're trying to do everybody the same way. Nope, you got to be different people for different kids, and this is how you do it. So I'm giving strategies, tips, scenarios, sharing my life with the struggles. I'm an educator, and I have struggles with my kids. It's real. Let's do that. Um, And then I do absolutely do coaching um, with uh, individuals. Uh, The focus is relationships. When I say relationships, though, it goes back to those four questions that I mentioned. Who are you? Why are you here? Where are you? What are you doing and where are you going? All right. Because I believe that there's a way. There is always a way. Yes. You know, so I'm always coaching. That's my that's my thing. I figured it out. I'm always coaching. No matter what the role is, I'm always coaching. So that's the brand now. I figured it out. Uh, that's <laughs> the brand. Um, that's where I live. So Facebook, I'm on uh, Instagram is Dr. J. McGee. And um, I'm LinkedIn, Dr. Jason McGee, and I have a website, um, drjmcgee.com. Okay, okay. So, so people can check you out, definitely on that website, and go see what you're about and how you can, again, add value to their life. Because this was valuable today. Like, literally, this was absolutely powerful. Those points that you brought up, and especially the part, again, when we're talking to people about 
There's nothing wrong with a therapist. You know, get a thought partner or a therapist or a coach, but get one because you want to build yourself, especially at this time because we're depleting. You know, I'm a big, 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 huge fan of Stephen Covey. He's gone, but his work is still living here with us. And one of the things that, you know, he talks about in his book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, is about that emotional bank account. And mm-hmm. if you deposit, and yeah. he talks about, again, if, if you have an emotional bank account and you've made lots of deposits, then you can go and withdraw. Mm-hmm. But if you have a bank account that's empty, you can't withdraw from it. And yeah. the same thing goes, that goes for when you're dealing with people. So he talks about it in, in, relation, in, in dealing with relationships, but we also have that within ourselves, you know, if we're not depositing in ourselves, we can't go and withdraw anything. Absolutely. So it's very important. So I'm glad you started off with that. This was some nugget, nugget, nuggets today. <laughs> um, as my mentor, one of my mentors says, uh, Lisa Nichols, she says all the time, dropping the diamonds. You were dropping the diamonds today, Dr. J. So we definitely <laughs> appreciate that. And we hope that our listening audience will uh, go and check you out so they can, again, get more diamonds from you. Um, we appreciate your time today. This was just really wonderful. So if anybody is feeling, I'm going to let you have the last words. If anybody is feeling that they want to um, quit, give up, throw in the towel, what's your last words? Hey, listen, it's about you. It's about you. You have to find a way to get out of your own way so that you can make a way. Right. And again, there's a way to do it. Who are you? Why are you here? Where are you going? What are you doing? Right. Go within, figure that part out, have those conversations, and the lanes are going to clear up for you. You'll be able to have room to be able to think, to grow, and continue to press forward. And listen, always remind yourself why you do what you do. Have those moments. Take time for you. It's all wrapped in a box and we call it self-care. So take care of yourself and take care of others. Love it. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. J. We appreciate you for your time today. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. We appreciate your support. We hope you have subscribed. And please send this to someone else that may be able to use it. You can find more information in our show notes of how to contact Dr. Jason McGee, as well as how to contact me, your host, Bridget Brown Jackson. As always, coach me and I will learn. Challenge me and I will grow. Believe in me and I will win. You are a winner.